HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece has been brought to you by Bonnie Plants, bonnieplants.com. This is Mike Edison, host of Art Senses of Seizures. You're listening to the Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, please visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. We talk about music. With musical dudes. Finger on the pulse. Snacky tunes. back 
He's back. Snacky Tunes. Man, that was a long cigarette run, my friend. Good three months. I'm just out, just out for a pack of smokes. Just out for a pack of smokes. We're right back after five blizzards and like a couple will, debilitating I wonder diseases. what the longest my dad stepped out for a pack of cigarettes but then actually came back length is. I think anything after a night... It, it like goes somewhere else uh, okay yeah I, I don't think like i think like if he doesn't come back for t- 24 hours and also moms can go for cigarettes too mm. i think after 24 hours it's kind of just On like, a very special snacky tunes yeah, yeah. mom goes out for cigarettes. mom goes out for cigarettes uh gregory welcome back thanks it feels uh feels good to be back how's the pizza as good as you remember pizza is uh as good as if, if not better uh that was just johnny aries who's going to be live in studio later um hanging out playing some songs for us can we shout out uh, Roast Pork 218, Chinatown? <laughs> yes. Let me tell you something. Uh, for those who thought, if you ever think that you can get tired of eating Chinese food every day, you're absolutely wrong. Like, yeah, quick is. question around the room. Favorite, favorite food without ever being actually put to the test? You're like, think you'd eat every day. Never yeah, what do you think you'd eat every day? Uh, cheeseburgers. Uh, soup dumplings. Thai curry. Thai curry. Oh, Thai curry is a good one. That's good. Yeah. we uh spending five weeks in Chinatown, Roast Pork. Like every, every every day, day. <laughs> literally. I like Thai curry. I actually think Thai food would probably come a close second to uh, to Chinese food. Mm. But uh, I guess you can't go to rehab in Thai town, <laughs> or it's a different type of rehab. I don't think there's a Thai. <laughs> Thai. Oh, you've never been to Thai town, New York? No, no. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's a it's a corner. It's smaller than Koreatown. Yeah. Well, we want to welcome after that amazing banter to the show. I'm Rusty. Mac. Mac, welcome from Mouthfeel Magazine. Hi guys, how are you? Hey, good. Good. You have a friend with you? I do. Yeah, I brought um one of my my pieces of content from Mouthfeel magazine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's just a piece. Of is content. that a new yeah. Facebook setting? Yeah. <laughs> right. Pieces of content. Got, this is um. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, Renato. I'm uh, content, and uh, I'm also uh, one of the owners of Baked in Red Hook. Love that place. Thanks. I used to date a girl, and I would wait for the sixty-two and get like a nice coffee and a treat on the way home oh perfect that's yeah. why we're there yeah <laughs> for, dating, for dating girls in red hook and yeah. for dating girls in red hook and taking that bus ride home uh, yeah before we get into the the piece of content let's give a little frame of reference uh what is mouthfeel um mouthfeel is a um a f- sort of a queer f- queer food magazine that um i just started this year we just launched our first issue um in april congratulations thank you very much yeah you look pretty good after giving birth. Yeah, for your first child too. Thank you so much. Where did the uh, Where did the concept come from? Well, I, you know, I've been working in food for just about as long as I've lived in New York. And um, what did you do? Well, when I first got here, I was a, a dishwasher at a Danielle Balud restaurant. Hey, if you're going to wash dishes, wash for the best. That's Am what I, I right? said. Yeah. Do, did they? Do you think you learned how to wash dishes in a special way there, or any tips? It was very French. So French. <laughs> it was so French. To go counterclockwise. Yeah. Only. <laughs> And then, um, you know, I worked in other front of house positions. I worked for Momofuku at uh, the Chambers Hotel for a long time, and uh, yeah. And then I switched to coffee, and I worked for uh, worked for Blue Bottle Coffee for many years. Let me tell you about Blue Bottle Coffee. Tell, somebody <laughs> tell me it. It is the first cup of coffee where I went. Oh, I get it. Preach right. It just, just <laughs> when I was going out to San Francisco a couple of years ago, everyone just kept talking, just like Blue Bottle, Blue Bottle, Blue mm. Bottle, and I was like, guys, I'm not going to a coffee shop. And then I went. And I went, oh, oh my. Right. It's got this roundness, like this feel mm. in your mouth. Mm. 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 No, it's the mouth feel. That's the mouth feel. Talking yeah. about inspiration. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so from there, how did mouth feel come to yeah. existence? Well, I, you know, I kind of hang out with 
sort of foodie people, I guess, and um, I thought maybe the food world was missing kind of a, a queer angle on the food on the food tip. Yeah. Although there's a lot of gay people working in food, as you probably know. So I um, I sort of just tapped into my social network, including Renato, who's sitting next to me, and I asked if I could do a few features on some of my friends. And I was just going to print them on newsprint or whatever was cheapest, um, and then I connected with some designers who kind of helped push it to a new level. So we have a pretty beautiful, like, um, it's oversized beautiful. I, yeah. piece here. Do you yeah. want to explain? I mean, it, it's, it is radio, but so do you want to explain kind of what comes with the the magazine and kind of the shape and size of it. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's about 17 inches tall, and um, the pages are sort of um, really nice kind of mixed quality paper um, in different colors. There's some dead stock, there's some glossy, there's some matte. And um, it comes with two fold-out size posters with original content on them. One is from a really funny poet from Vancouver, Daniel Zomparelli. And then one is uh, sort of a love letter that comes from this guy, Robinson Muir, who's a good friend of mine and he um he worked at the spotted pig for many years as a bus boy he has kind of an interesting sort of connection to that restaurant and then we have a, an original recipe card on some pretty hard stock from renato polfito it's a a bunt cake bunt cake it's Ooh. a very sexy bunt cake yeah. and then uh, we have some uh, original pins too um, some cute pins they're very cute yeah some are a little more graphic than others but um like the design yeah <laughs> uh, you know no, you know it's funny because we when we we've had a lot of magazines or people come in mm. and we always like oh it made you think that you could say something different and I have to say this is different and actually does feel a niche oh cool uh, yeah what what stories do you think like were or what angle was it being told in the kind of food magazine scene that you think mouthfeel mouthfeel come, sure. comes in and, and if I could follow up with that are there any other magazines or publications that are telling <clears throat> queer stories in food um well yeah I mean to, I guess to answer the first question that um you know I think I think. You know, being gay, it's, you sort of, you just sort of live in this sort of marginalized world. There's a lot more people who have it worse than I do, sort of in that way. But, um, but I, you know, I really connect with people who who have stories yeah. in media about you know about their experience. And one one actually that inspired the zine and um, the part of the feature that's in is on Tyler Boring, who you guys know, yeah. who's been in here. He um, he had a story in Butt Magazine about being a chef. It was a very small sort of piece, but it was about he worked at a at a restaurant. Greenwich Village, I forget which one. But he talked a little bit about being gay in the restaurant industry and what, what that felt like to him. And, and I remember really sort of responding to that that article and and thinking that, yeah, we should have more sort of content based on that, you know. Um, plus, it's a good way to, like, talk about people's sex lives. Yeah. Like, in print, you know. It's great. Yeah. I mean, being uh, an, a business owner in the food and being gay, mm-hmm. do you is there any difference or is just everyone in the food world accepting or is it just sort of like more of... Just the same where some people aren't, some people aren't. Uh, you know, I think it's a little, some people are, some people aren't. You have to remember I'm in baking. So right. It's a little different, but, um, you know, it, it tends to. Like what to, they expect, like, a guy to be in baking to be gay? Or, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I, mean, I, did, I, I didn't know that was a stereotype. Yeah, where did that come? Gay bake. Gosh. <laughs> no, come on. Is that uh, why they're holes in donuts? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, my. <laughs> he he really went there. Yeah, he really did. Um, but, you know, so for, for me and, and kind of, like, you know, where I started to where I am now, I didn't have much of an issue, and I guess because it was my own business and I kind of created the environment that I wanted to work in. Mm. Um, You know, I know that there are other issues. I'm sure you've had issues where you've been where it may not have been so homo-friendly. Preach. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been lucky because I've I've created my own environment. Yeah. I mean, in in some ways it's ironic because a lot of the ribbing or heckling in – 
kitchens mm. is very gay, derogatory, focused on ways like sure. grabbing dicks and mm. like suck my balls and shit like that. Mm. And that's weird that people would go there, but then be okay with it or not okay with it. Yeah, we always yeah. when I told another interviewer that after working at for Danny Blue, I can say the f word in like seven languages now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean and. Were they accepting of gay culture, or was it just like that? Was just like it didn't, or didn't take on like they're like, oh, we don't mean it like that. We just we, yeah. that's just a word we say. But even though that's like not how that right, really yeah. I mean, I, I I was twenty, and I was like, I mean, even then, I was, you know, I had a boyfriend, so but I wasn't out at work, you know, which was a weird. In retrospect, is a weird feeling. I was like living in Manhattan and like working in a French restaurant, you know, like there's no reason like you can't like be gay. But if there was ever a safe platform, yeah, I mean, it's like, gotta be it. So I don't know, but. So we, so I sort of created this just to like get some stories about my friends out um, in the world in some kind of print. So, <clears throat> but it's kind of taken on a new life, and we have um, we're launching um, web content. You can hear see some of the same features from the magazine on the website um, tomorrow morning. But also, there's some additional stuff that's going to be on there, new recipes and stuff too. And so, how often is the magazine coming out? So we're going to do four times a year. Awesome. So they won't be like totally seasonal. Well, this the next one that comes out will be sort of a late summer issue. Sure, yeah. that's a season. Yeah, hey, yeah. I've so heard of that. Late, yeah. I've heard of late summer. Yeah, I mean, we're still technically in spring, spring, and everyone's saying it's summer. Exactly. So because winter was. You look so... very summery, by the way. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, quick question: Could you not find your sleeves after the hospital? <laughs> no, <laughs> I left all my sleeves in the hospital and just said, "Not till winter comes yeah. down again." <laughs> so, having the magazine out, have you already had people reach out to you that uh, you know I'm gay, I work in the food industry, and uh, you know, thank you for putting these issues out there? Yeah, I mean, we we had like some really early adopters that had just seen like that didn't that pre-ordered effectively the print magazine that just saw the Instagram account, yeah. which is sort of where we're sort of the most active. Um, there, yeah, there's a restaurant owner in um, Richmond, Virginia, who, who wrote really early on and said, you know, he was gay and he was, he was excited for the magazine to come out and he asked if he could stock it in his restaurant. And so I think, you know, even, even without reading sort of the details of the story, I think people are interested and excited to have, um, you know, sort of a small voice, I guess. Not that, you know, we always talk about what makes gay food, and it's just, um, uh, you know, it's for everybody. We don't want to be exclusive, no, obviously, not. you know what I mean? And I, especially if you like looking at, like, half-naked guys, and it's like, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely saw it, and I was like, this is different. And this sure, is great. yeah. This is just like, and from a design point of view and an aesthetic Preach, yeah. point of view, it's just, I was like, you know, you see so much stuff that comes out, and there's so <clears throat> many magazines, so much food stuff now, and it's it's like... You go, is, is this authentic? Is mm. this a business? You know, we talk about authenticity all the time, and you look at right. this, and you go, like, no, this is something that is, like, definitely coming from the heart. And that's just from looking at it online. It's not even seeing the magazine Oh, cool, first. yeah. That's yeah. great. Um, all right, speaking of summer, mm. we're going to play a summer song, then we're going to talk about uh, coming back and what it takes to put something like this together and to get it out and have the planning. Don't know what about me 
I thought there was a spark with us Now who am I supposed to trust? You wanted her instead of me So now we're in kid history So as you kind of put this together, um, how did you collect the stories and how do you think that might change with the growing interest for future issues? Yeah, I think we, you know, I had to kind of do all this, the content on my own. I, uh, the features are written um, by my alter ego. <laughs> and, um, and then I commissioned one piece because I really wanted to get a story from Berlin, which is like my favorite city next to New York. Yeah. So I commissioned this um, author, this guy, Redfern, John Barrett. He wrote a story about this kind of gay Curry Worst place in West Berlin. <clears throat> and um, What's it called? It's called Fritz and Co. Okay. Yeah, it's V-Fierce. V-Fierce. And um, anyway, so the, the other features, like, I think between 12 and 1,500 words each, and they, um, they're sort of based on my friends. One Renato, of course, one Tyler Bourne. And then these sort of detached pieces are were commissioned by friends of mine, so they kind of donated their time and energy to it. So... Um, moving forward, I think for the second issue, we, we've had more requests, people who want to contribute artwork and illustrations and stories and playlists and all sorts of stuff. So, mm. um, Ooh, that'd be, playlists would be, yeah. right. That's the, awesome. The big guy, a lot of, guys yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. They're nice guys. Yeah. Oh, Doug and Brian? Yeah. Hey, oh, and congrats, love them. Congrats to them. They just put, dropped the first book. Yeah. Renata's in it, actually. I'm, yeah, I'm in it. Are you, is it, we have a, I'm pick, one of the, are you? Yeah, so right, yeah. Oh, maybe you're next to each other. I feel like all of New York is. Yeah. <laughs> see, they have see, nine it million. is literally the most hungover, terrible photo. They're like, no, we won't use that yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine's pretty Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to them. Yeah. Congrats sure. to them. Their book is, again, you see something like, how do you put out a cookbook that's different? And that's funny with all the inscriptions. In the exactly. Anyway, so you're saying. Playlists. Oh, playlists. Yeah. So and we content. Have, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of people sort of asking if they can contribute to it. So that's really flattering for me because it's people are excited about, you know, what the, the voice and the sort of the lens that we're talking through. Yeah. And I mean, then you said you're going to expand digital content as well, right? Yeah. So everything. So if you didn't get a copy of the issue, which um, unfortunately is sold out online. V late. <clears throat> v late. Well, not even V late. It's yeah. like P late. Yeah. Um, like kind of late. Yeah. yeah. So all the features that you can find in the magazine will be online um, tomorrow. It's Monday morning. Is that the 18th? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the 18th. Yeah. Um, in addition to content that. Um, was this sort of bonus material too. We have a cool illustrator who did some band T-shirts for us too that you might like. And um, Ooh, yeah, no, they're really good. Oh, we won't have T-shirts for sale just yet, but so. I will definitely rock a, uh, a T-shirt. Oh, okay, I'll, yeah. s- I'll save you one. Um, 
I think it's great. I mean, I think you've created a platform. I mean, that's sort of what you have to do now to be successful. It's never just one piece of content. It's sure. A, it's a brand. Right. And then how you tell <clears> the story. <throat> Are you going to do videos? Would be nice. Like cooking. I mean, I don't know if you need to yeah. do demos. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we can do like a dinner with the band type show. Oh my god! Oh my god! Those, those whatever happened to those guys? Whatever happened to those guys? I don't know. I heard they're on on this uh, like tour in Europe with right, punches. One's in rehab, I think. Yeah, one's in rehab, or he, <laughs> he just got, got out. out. He just or got out. out of three months of exhaustion. What is it? <laughs> um, so, in putting together the next stuff, I mean, do you like add thirty pages? Do you like start making this? You know, a fifty, sixty, a <clears throat> hundred page magazine? Um, I think we'll keep it. With a really kind of special format, so you can't see it here on the air, but the everything that comes with the magazine, including the pins and the recipe card, live inside of a like a four three gallon marinade bag, and um, and that's sort of the only format that we want going forward. So I love it. Yeah, it's it's a little conceptual, but um, so anything that can fit in the bag is technically a magazine in our book. Interesting. Yeah. So um, we will probably we. Um, we have to say if we're going to have a sort of conventional reader like we have for the first issue, but there will definitely will be more content. There will be three, at least three full features on people in the food industry in addition to... Did, did you write everything? Did you do all the writing in the first one? I did, yeah. I didn't want it to be the Mac show, so I changed my name in the credits, but... What's uh, your name? <laughs> Wood Goldfield. Ooh. <laughs> it was going to be Wood Stove, but it was too literal. Uh, I like it. I like yeah, Woodstove. It's good. <laughs> Woodstove. It's a good. Yeah. That's a good like seventies like investigative reporter for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know he gets to the bottom. Woodstove here on the, the scene. It's really lighting up. He keeps stoking the coals. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, it keeps the fire going. So, do you have a um a, a sort of like a, a white whale collaborator, like one that you're you got? Yeah, your, st- stake it now. So yeah, yeah, we can revisit like years from now and be like, oh, um, yeah. I would like to get. <laughs> I would like to get a shirtless photo of Frank Bruni on the cover oh of my, my magazine. God. Pumping iron like Paul Ryan. Exactly. <laughs> if anyone knows Frank Bruni personally, you can I mean, have him text I mean, me. Well, here's the thing. There's people that know Frank Bruni. Yeah. There's people who have enough dirt on Frank Bruni to get that going. <laughs> I yeah. wonder. Let me know. Someone's knocking at the door right now. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> like we've got it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, otherwise we have a really good second issue planned. It's going to be sort of a California focus. There's. Um, so are you going thematic each issue? Yeah, a little bit. This one, um, we're kind of honing in the concept. We have we're featuring somebody from New York, so it can't be a full California issue. Although this person is from California. Hmm. Yeah, you can make it whatever you want. Yeah. And and look, <laughs> exactly. hate, as they say, haters are going to hate, you know? No, it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm leaving this week, actually, to go sort of solidify some of the stories in California. Uh, L.A. Yeah. or all around? L.A., San Francisco. Shout out to L.A. Preach, right? Got some good food things going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Anybody have suggestions? I'm going to Petit Trois. Oh, Petit Trois. Okay, get the... Look. That Darren, let's, is, just, let's do this off air. Hold on. <laughs> I just want to say, Petit Trois, that omelet is no bullshit. I've heard. Right. You can, okay. Honestly, omelet escargot... No problem. And oh, also yeah. go to Jitlada for like amazing Thai food. Oh really? Yeah. You're learning your Thai food. I, hey, Thai curry over there. Right. Thai curry. No, but I'm saying uh, the menu that there's the, there's like 800 menu items, mm. and the last one is just like hot. It's like hot with a bunch of exclamation points. It's jungle then, curry. It's oh. just like, no, no, no. There's it's just hot, and then just proteins. And if you look like us, which is white and Jewish, they're like, mm, mm. Mm, you can't mm. order it. I ordered uh, eel bone in, mm. and they went into the. They literally was like this comic thing. Like the waiter walked into the the kitchen, the door swung one way in, and on the way it came out, it was like chef won't, chef looked at you, yeah. we'll make it for you. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like but I, they're like, no, no. Eel bone in is it's intense. That's yeah. extreme. Yeah, yeah it's extreme. 
Um, and what's going on with Bake this summer? What are you guys getting into? I mean, this is a busy season? Yeah, well, yeah, it gets, it gets busy in the summer. We just opened up our second store in Tribeca a few months back. Awesome. Um, we are, oh, we're doing a, a little collaborative thing with Ample Hills that we're going to be announcing oh, cool. soon. Um, so expect something fun like that. Uh, and we're also doing a night called Coffee Grinder once a month, which is like kind of like a oh my god a little boys' night. <laughs> Coffee Grinder. Yeah. I can, I can appreciate... Hey, DJ, put, put your radius to point. Yeah. DJ, okay. DJs, awesome. dancers, everything. Radi- radius to inside the store? Pardon me? The radius is to inside the store? The radius to inside... For the grinder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. If you ten want. Feet, yeah. Ten if feet. If you want. Ten yeah. feet. Wait, is this going to change the whole concept of pour over? <laughs> oh, my God. Or maybe slow drip. <laughs> I go more slow drip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll end on that note. Um, so, uh, what's the website? Uh, mouthfuelmag.com. And the Instagram... Yeah, uh, Mouthfeel Magazine. And can people start to, can people pre-order issue two now, or what can they? No, yeah, that should be up very soon. But okay. definitely check back for the um, first issue's content. Um, be more. soon, yeah, so yeah. you don't v- be really. <laughs> and uh, Baked? Baked, uh, bakednyc.com, and Brooklyn Baker on Instagram. You got Brooklyn Baker? Preach. Yeah. Man. That's awesome. It's, we've had it for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> really into the Instagram game. Um, really, we're just number two, I think. Well, we have uh, Johnny Aries coming up uh, live in studio who's going to play songs off of Unbloomed and talk about Brooklyn, leaving London, coming to Brooklyn, and all things that. Maybe some Thai curry. Yeah, who knows? Maybe some Thai curry. Can I lick it?
Johnny, welcome to Snacky Tunes. Welcome to hey. Snacky Tunes. You've been very patient in the corner. Very patient. How's it, how's it going? I'm all right. Yeah? How are you? Hey, it, seems like, it seems like we all had a bit of a good time last night. A bit too much of a good time. Yeah? <laughs> what did you get into? You got in the mix a little bit? Uh, what didn't I get into? Oh, I my. feel like if we did this show at like noon on Sundays. No, we'd have, we'd have, yeah. people would bail. Yeah. I might bail. Yeah. I used hey. to do my first radio show uh, when I was in college. We had Fridays off, like the to do internships. So I like worked at the college radio station, which is not at all what they intended. You have an eight a.m. show, which is like you were like at that age, you either stay up or you sleep for an hour. Yeah, I, either way, when I got the noon show was like just I got moved to that. It was good enough. I think four thirty on a Sunday in Brooklyn seems like just enough time. We're like we're not going to get publicists being like. Oh, he's not yeah. gonna. Oh, he's not gonna make it. He's not. Yeah, he's touch of the so, touch of the whiskey. He's flu. so sorry. He's yeah. He's he's come under it. But. I was about to be sorry at two fifty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But three. But three fifteen. You're like, all right. I gotta. That's when the guilt kicks in. You're like, it's three. I gotta get out of bed. Yeah. yeah. We, we we booked this after uh, shame spiral p.m. Yeah. So that kicks. Yeah. The alarm goes off. So welcome, all the New York transplant. Mm-hmm. When did when did you get here? Uh, I moved here two and a half years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so you've been here. Do you feel settled in? How long does it take to feel settled in? I, I felt pretty settled straight away. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a lot different than England. It's nicer. Everyone's a lot friendlier. Really? It's easier to be creative here, I think. People give you more of a chance. You know, I've, and I would love to ask, I've heard these things about England and all the European cities where there is this, this I don't want to say glass ceiling, but this thing where people are, are just not, don't try as much or don't allow you to like, go above your station in some ways. I think there's a certain element of like, you know, putting people in their place hmm but I feel like I mean having lived uh, in a number of US cities I actually feel it's New York that uh, lets you do yeah. it like I I lived in Seattle and I have never met a bunch of haters uh, than the people that I was there like trying to do stuff and like there's like, it was like New York was the first place I felt was like oh you do stuff I do stuff let's do stuff yeah let's do stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. I people, think, I think people always want to just like oh let's, let's go do something let's go make something yeah, that's like refreshing. I mean, you know, you can meet like various people, and there's, everyone's like doing you know an interesting project. But definitely, like back home, it was like everyone's kind of just waiting for you to you know one slip and you're slimed kind of thing. What happened? What happened when you succeeded? They stopped talking to me. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that that's also a New York thing too. So when your first yeah. band kind of had its out, where the people start talking to you again, where they're like, well, oh, they were just like, yeah, I don't know, just being mean. Uh, we, hey, we told you. I don't know. It will take a lot more than that to, you know, make me feel bad. But yeah. you're here now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this will be your, what, third New York summer? It will be, yeah. I don't think there's a better place to be in the world than uh, I'm a, New York or even Brooklyn in the summer. It's just, it's explosions. Yeah. What are you looking forward to after that bitter winter? <sighs> um, we get, we're doing a, a short tour in the other band that I play with around Europe for a few weeks which would be fun I kind of just want to finish some more music of my own I don't know I didn't really get to do much last summer why is that? we were touring a lot uh, so. what's your other and your other band is the drums the drums I played, shout out to Johnny <laughs> sorry the drums? Mm-hmm. yeah they uh, in our old law space. They used to they did like some of their first practice gigs there. Oh really? So it, we had lived in this old recording studio, and they would they figured that out. So they would practice in there. Well, there there was to... like a floating room, and they would come over, and I would like be like passed out, and I wake up to just 
then knock it away. Yeah. That's when they had the, the girl backup singers, too. Oh, really? Like, that's really, a really, really, yeah. really first back. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, no, that's sweet. They're very, very kind. So are you going to be opening and then playing? Are you doing double duty? Oh, no, I just, I just play guitar and bass for them. No, but I mean, but you're touring, or you're just not going to do your own solo stuff with them? Um, no, I mean, there's only a couple of weeks with them okay. in, in July. But my solo thing, I'm trying to keep like a separate thing. Just church and state. Well, American church and state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a cross problem reference. So, uh, do you want to play, play that way. Do you want to play a song for us? Yeah. What are you going to play? What a song called Body Bag from my first record. Okay. <clears throat> Awesome. So let's talk about the new, the new, new, the new record. Oh, that new, new, the new, new, the new, new. Uh, what was your inspiration for the new, the new songs? Are you talking about Unbloomed? Yeah. That that album came out last year. Oh, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm early, like, I'm, I'm early I'm back to radio days. About yeah. No, no, no. Let's talk about Unbloomed before <clears throat> we talk about the new songs that you're writing. Sorry. What was the inspiration behind it? I think it was just the process of moving from England to to New York. Yeah. And like letting go of a lot of old things and people and feelings from you know really in England. What uh what did you have to let go of yeah. from from moving here? Uh I was in a a long relationship that ended sourly and also the breakup of my old band in England. That was kind of like both fairly traumatic. Was it like uh like uh one piled on top of the other or was it like Yeah, well of, we were oh. You know, we were in a band together as well, so it was like it all kind of caved in at the same time. Ah, ah. And the person you want to talk to is probably the person you can't talk to about that, right? I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, I'm okay with it now, but it's just like at the time, it was just like I think I was. It was the band that was like really like, oh god, you know, because I built something pretty good, and then it kind of just imploded. Yeah. 
But then, you know, moving here was like, it was like, you know, had like a second chance at life, I suppose. Did you have to deal with, uh, were there any like reverberations of moving here? Or did you kind of like put it to bed and then come here? Or did some of it follow across the pond? Oh, no. It's like, when I came, it was like a whole, you know, a clean slate, which is what I wanted. So okay. I was like, you know, I just want to come here, like take some time, write some new songs. That's sort of the beauty of New York. Yeah. You know? So, come, so what, here. what was it about the, those times and things that kind of came into the songs for the record? Well, I think, you know, the cultural differences were, like, so stark for me. You know, like, everyone being so welcoming and friendly and everything being so relaxed. Which was, is crazy that you never hear that about New Yorkers, but I've also found the way that people in this city are actually pretty friendly. I, I think that grumpy, mean New Yorker thing is, like, some holdover from the 70s. I remember the first time we went up... <laughs> And people were like, people in New York, this was when we were like in we were thought, Philadelphia right? and we took the train up in the 90s and we were just like standing on the corner like so afraid and some guy, just like business dude was like, are you lost? And we're like, we're trying to get to Canal Street. He's like, here, here you go. And like put us on the train. And I was like, oh, New Yorkers are really nice. <laughs> yeah. And they send you, <laughs> what? They send you to Canal Street. <laughs> well, we, we wanted to go there. He yeah. said, take the R down to Prince and then walk over. He's a nice guy. But I mean, people are friendly here. People are direct, and I like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess direct versus like a passive aggressiveness. I just there's nothing worse than you know everyone's like shrouding how they really feel and uh, being snidey, and I just I just can't can't tolerate that. It's or just, just like so a, like a proper yeah. mm, go fuck yourself. You're like, oh, okay, thanks. I just yeah, thanks yeah. for letting me know how we stand. That's great. Thanks. Do you want to get a coffee? No, go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing is worse than like hanging out with somebody and then be like, that went really well, and then you like leave, and then you just hear it's like that didn't go well. Like, what did we just <laughs> what did we just talk about? Mm-hmm. So for for writing these songs, do you think that you're able to like get everything kind of out and onto the record like a like a cathartic type of process? I think so. I mean the. the I suppose if you look at it, the tone of the record is fairly miserable, but it's not, you know, it, for me it's not miserable. It's like, I don't know, it's like, yeah, it's like, what's that release? So. I mean, you put that sadness into the record and then it's not mm-hmm. in here anymore. Yeah. Which is probably why the next one that I'm just about to finish sounds so different. Happy? Oh, yeah, it's way more upbeat. So. Broken, su- broken <laughs> Summer, right? That one's about, I don't know, lots of things. Going out in Brooklyn and doing bad things <laughs> yeah, like I, almost cancelling a radio show <laughs> oh I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have cancelled no, no, just kidding I mean, no, I, but for the, when that's a great the, name you should I'm just saying <laughs> going out in Brooklyn and doing bad things is not the worst name <laughs> for an album um, we'll put that in the main for, column for, <laughs> for playing the old songs now does it just kind of is it like a bittersweet or, or like is it just playing the songs or the emotions come back as well sometimes I mean Sometimes I just try and enjoy them, like you know, yeah. for what they are. But I mean, they're good songs. They're great songs. Thank you. And uh, just get them out. I mean, do you like play them more and more, and they become less of like an emotional thing, and they just more. No, like, the I songs think like you know, when you play them, it's just like I don't know. I'm a fairly emotional kind of guy, so it's like it doesn't take a lot to like oh you know <laughs> thinking about it, or it's like oh that's about that. But fair enough. But if I didn't get you know wrenched up about it or it didn't move in any way, what's the point in like? making it or recording it yeah i mean i'm sure someone listens to those songs and go like ah thank fucking god i'm not the only one who's like going through this stuff yeah i suppose uh do you want to play, right, so. <laughs> play another song yeah uh, which one's this it's this i'm a dreamer
Good crackle. Yeah, what is that? Like, That's a sound of a live, a live song. Uh, so I know you started to kind of touch on it, but what are going to be some of the themes for the new, the new songs? <clears throat> I think um, just I don't know rediscovering myself after you know like moving here and going out, actually having some fun, not being so miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the uh, the first night that you were out, where you're like, shit, things aren't so bad. As a, or as, yeah. like what was the it? The first few days were were crazy because it was like super hot, and I, I wasn't used to the, like how hot it would be. And uh, I was like, oh, if it's not going to be this like humid all the time, you know, uh, and it is. Yeah. And it suddenly only gets worse. Last summer wasn't too bad. The summer yeah. before was brutal. That first summer I moved here was just oh. like hundred degrees every day or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, you, how and then you... after your first few days, what what kind of happened? I was just meeting all these new people and stuff, and it was like, you know, I had to kind of dis- dispel, like, my old ways of dealing with people, which is good, you know, it was kind of relearning, like, social skills, and just, it's like I was, like, re-entering the world after, like, being in, like, detention or something. <laughs> but it was fun, it was good, you know, it's like, nice to rediscover. Have you had a good, have a good time discovering, uh, like, maybe art or the food in Brooklyn? I have, I mean, I try to go as many shows and things as I can. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and there's some like there's some good spots for food and stuff. There's, I live by uh, the Jefferson stop. Mm. So there's some there's some good things around there. There's this new uh, sandwich shop, Hi Hello, which is out there, like literally right on the corner when you pop out of Jefferson. Okay, you should go there. I haven't been there. Yet. It's the same guys who own uh, Phil from uh, Momo Sushi Shack. Oh, what okay. are some of your favorite spots out there? Um, well, that, well, that's one that's right <laughs> here. Yeah, but by the Jefferson stop, um, Guacoco is okay. I don't know. I don't want. To, I don't want to say anything that's like better than anything else. No. Okay. <laughs> Very different. Okay. Have you found a good uh, Thai curry spot? <laughs> I haven't. I'm looking. I think you got to go to Queens. 
Yeah. Good. There's a good... Yeah, I think you gotta go... I don't know how many Burroughs. places in, like, the Bushwick, Williamsburg, Greenpoint area for, like, Chinese, Thai curry, Indian... Is there a good Italian around here as well? I haven't found one. Uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, a resounding some, no. Like. I mean, there's some... Old, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I like Lenona, which was on Bedford, and now I think is over on Kent. It's this, like, Italian pizza shop that makes everything to order. Fiore's not bad. What's that old place that's, like, off Bamante's? Of, yeah, off a of Union. Uh, Which is like all old, like um, like it's checkered it's tablecloth, like been there for. It's in like a million old movies as well. It's like a, it's you know like over a hundred years old, and it's just at some point instead of going to the market, they start going to Cisco. Yeah, uh, I said, yeah, I said it. Uh, I said it. So besides um, touring this this summer, uh, what else are you up to? Uh, just finishing my second record, and then I want to do some like writing for other people. Hmm. I think it's a good, interesting thing. In the same vein, or... Uh, no, like, just, like, try and push myself a little bit, you know, expand my skill set. What's it like, the process of writing for someone else? Do you write songs that that try and be, like, that they would write, or do you just go, here's a song I think you can really knock out of the park? Well, sometimes you have that, you know, you can create an idea, and then, like, you think, oh, this person would sound amazing singing it. Yeah. Or you just think, oh, it's like, you know, this song's, like, born for them. Yeah. Or other times it's nice to have, like, a... Someone would be like, oh, it'd be nice to put these kind of elements together, like, you know, some, like, drum machines or some, like, different synthesized sounds. And that's, like, a good challenge for me. If someone's like, oh, I want you to, like, make something like this. That's awesome. So, uh, where can people see you? Are you playing it all this summer in New York? Yeah, I have a show on the 11th for Northside Festival. Amazing. Ooh. At the gutter, I think. At the where? At the gutter. Oh, okay. Oh, great. At the gutter? Mm-hmm. Where are they sending up a stage in the gutter? I have no idea. That's a tight, tight space. Yeah. Maybe yeah. right in the bowling lanes. Yeah, lane 7 8. Dude, just like, Jer- yeah. hey, th- just straight out of Jersey Boys. They tried to play, they play in some bowling lanes. Yeah, full yeah. circle okay. people. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then if people want to check you out in, uh, in Europe this summer, where, with, uh, where are you playing? Uh, we're doing loads of European festivals. It's we're starting in Portugal. I can't remember the name of all the festivals, but they're Dude, just like a bunch of yeah. random it's, ones. <laughs> it's festival season. I think it starts this weekend. I think BBC Radio 1 has. Yeah, the the kickoff to festival season. It's no, it's, there was Hangout Fest this past. No, no, no. I'm talking about the European festival oh, yeah. season starts yeah. this Great weekend. Great Escape was last. Great Escape, yeah. Great yeah. Escape. It's wait. Have you been back to London since you left? I knew at Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas. <laughs> was it under the radar though? Or it was weird. It was like you know, things things are you know always change there yeah. so quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think when you go when you leave any city where it's just like constantly and constantly evolving. Yeah. I, mean, I think England's very, like, tabloidy, or London's very, like, tabloidy, and everything's very, like, got to be really quick, snappy, like, onto the brand new thing. But here, I feel like, you know, there's time for people to digest. Even though everyone's, like, always doing stuff really quickly. It's yeah. Like, there's more time to appreciate and digest things. I think growing up, looking at the, like, the London music scene, you're just like, wasn't that band, like, the hottest shit, like, a month ago? Yeah. And then they're just, like, out. I hate that whole approach. It's like, you, <laughs> you mean You mean the en- enemy uh, <laughs> model? Yeah, yeah, dude. They're just like, I'm like, who's this band? Wait, let me go back. Wait, they're not even in the next issue. Yeah, Pitchfork used to do that a little bit too. Not like that. Not like yeah. that. Um, so it's where can where can people uh, find the record? Find music. Uh, Unblooms on iTunes, and there there will eventually be some limited vinyl for that. Oh, okay. Um, God, I love that. I love that physical like it's yeah. real. No, I'm I'm waiting on some of those at the moment, but. Yeah, the next one will definitely be like on all formats. 
But yeah, Unblames, you can get it on iTunes. So Okay, great. Um, well, Instagram, well, Instagram, Twitter, any of that? Yep, Johnny Aries on Instagram and Twitter. What's your game? What's the Instagram game like? Is it... A lot of selfies. No, it's not really. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of duck lips. <laughs> no, not for me. Um, I don't know. What is it like? I can't even remember. My brain's so bad right now. That's okay. We're it's gonna okay. we're gonna take you off. Hey, the yeah, we're, we're we're gonna let you Please. go. Yeah. Talk. Really I mean, me. if I get to make a mistake on when your record come out, you can be a little brain dead too. So uh, we'll, we'll go one for one. Well, shout out to everyone. Thank you guys for coming. Mouthfield, check it out. Thank you to Heritage as always. To Liz, mom, dad, Anna, my dog Joe, Greg. I'm so happy you're out. Do you just like thank everyone now? Um, you know, <laughs> things change, man. You know, you know, life moves pretty fast. Mrs. Agiba, first grade, you taught me how to read and how to make like cursive R's. Like it just really changed hey, everything. Hey, man, I'm, I'm feeling in a good mood and I'm sending out some love to some people. Yeah? Me too. Shout out to, to PJ. Love, yeah, love PJ. Love him. Yeah. Love him. Um, okay. All right. Uh, all right, Johnny, what are you going yeah. to take us out with? Uh, it's a song called Ambulate off the... Uh, Great. We'll be gone next week and then we'll be back uh, after that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you want to talk about the perfect way just to end on a real thoughtful thing, we'll be gone and then we'll be here. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Network.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. 
You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.